Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. I am so excited about this week's episode, not only because I interviewed one of my most favorite people and most favorite interviews to date, but because it was the first time we actually recorded this on video. So you'll be able to actually watch this interview. You can either click the show notes and go directly to the link, or you can watch it on YouTube. If you go to my channel, Rosie Acosta, uh, you'll find it. It's so awesome to have had the opportunity to do this particular interview in person. Gunnar Lovelace is a serial entrepreneur in nonprofits, technology, fashion, and real estate. Most recently, he is a founder and CEO of Thrive Market, an online wholesale buying club on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for every American family. Thrivemarket.com currently offers the 4,000 most popular natural and organic products in the world at 25 to 50% off the retail. They ship anywhere in the U.S. for free, and for every paid member, this is the best part. The company also sponsors a free membership for a low-income family. I cannot wait for you to listen to this interview with Gunnar. He shared why he decided to start this company, what his story is, what his background is. He has so much incredible insight and wisdom and is so connected, and I'm so, so honored to not only be a part of the Thrive Market family, but also to just be a part of this incredible community of like-minded people that want to do more and help more and just continue to create things that bring value to everyone. I am fortunate enough to be a brand partner and I can't wait to share all these goodies with all of you. If you go to thrivemarket.com forward slash Rosie, you will get an extra 25% off already discounted 25 to 50% off products. It's so easy to shop on here and it's one of my favorite places to go now. After being a member for a couple of months and now being a partner, I I can't imagine buying products from anywhere else, not only because it makes it super easy and I know this company and I know what they stand for, but also because it makes me feel good to be able to do something not only for myself and my family, but to also be providing value for another family in need. They make it super easy to shop. There's over 90 different values. So with one click, you can sort the entire catalog like non-GMO, organic, vegan, gluten-free, which you all know is my favorite because I have celiac disease, paleo, everything sustainably farmed. 
I, I'm just, I'm so excited. I couldn't be more thrilled. If you go to thrivemarket.com forward slash Rosie, you will be able to get this extra 25% off and it's going to be incredible. I can't wait to hear what you thought, not only uh, of everything that's on thrivemarket.com, but just to see what kind of value being able to get produce and brands and all the things that you love to get that you would normally get at a grocer now through Thrive Market. So again, that's thrivemarket.com forward slash Rosie. You can get an extra 25% off and you can DM me and let me know that you used it and what you got because I want to know because I feel like I still haven't been able to sort through everything and I want to order everything every single time I'm on there. And I have to be, you know, careful with ordering too much stuff because, you know, it's just we don't need that many things. But I get excited with all the different stuff that's available on there. Uh, my most favorite thing to get, of course, are all the gluten-free snacks that are on there. But we get our laundry detergent from there. I get all my supplements from there. And the great thing is that you can always count on Thrive Market to do all the research on the ingredients in every single product. So it makes me feel really confident and really good about buying my produce and my supplements and my snacks and everything from a place that really uh, holds a high standard for what they're offering. Saying that, I'm so excited for you to listen to this interview so you can hear more about Thrive Market, so you can hear more about Gunnar Lovelace and what our mission is together. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sitting here with Gunnar Lovelace, and uh, he's going to tell us a little bit about himself. Cool. So, you know, uh, I'm uh, somebody who cares deeply about health and uh, living in a sustainable world, and I've dedicated my life to that mission. And, you know, I grew up very poor with a single mom and saw hard she worked to make healthy choices, and yeah. that left a huge impression on me. And as I went on in my own entrepreneurial career, I always was really excited about the idea of business as a vehicle for social change. And so it's been just an absolute lifetime adventure to be here in the Thrive Market insanity that you're getting a little view of being here at our office. And, yeah. and just really grateful to connect with you. I love the meme of, of radical love. So. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about what radical means. And actually, this is, this is actually the reason why I was so excited to talk to you. Whether you know it or not, I was a big fan uh, when you started this Thank venture. I, I was very aware, especially with the work that I do with uh, at-risk youth or working with underprivileged uh, communities. mothers, communities. Yeah. And I was just so excited to hear about what Thrive Market was doing, what you were doing. Awesome. And um, just you, your career and, and being a radical. So tell us a little bit about you know, a little bit of Gnar history in regard to what radical is. Well, we, we were just talking about what, <laughs> what radical means, which yeah, really means right. to go to the root yeah. of something, you know, is that you get these, uh, it's typically kind of associated as kind of a negative word, but I, I find that in these incredibly dynamic times with so many of us on the planet and so many challenges happening, we have to go to the root. And obviously love is a core part of the root of our experience. So I'm deeply grateful 
for the work that you're doing as yeah. well. No. Um, so that's just just total total recognition at that level. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, my mom uh, comes from a very uh, she, you know dictatorship in Argentina. Uh, a lot of her friends were being uh, in college were being killed. She had to flee the country. Um, just left her with a very strong worldview about civic engagement and what does it mean to be engaged. And so even in the midst of you know, all sorts of intense survival trauma when we immigrated here, uh, she always was you know, prioritizing health and wellness and also prioritizing you know, a large worldview. Yeah. And so I, I'm really grateful for that. You know, and I, I saw the courage and tenacity and, and love that she uh, exhibited. And so I had a you know, really great role model at that level. And uh, you know, we're, we all come into the world in very different ways. And you know, who knows what it is, the stars, our karma, <laughs> right. whatever it is. And you know, I, I came in um, pretty serious as a child. I think that was probably because there was so much turbulence and trauma. Yeah. And now I'm like more playful, you know, having done uh, years of work on myself, uh, but, which is a constant process. Right. So, you know, that's, there's a lot more that can be unpacked. But, you know, very, very, uh, it, it, it all, like all of us, our experiences inform who we are. Yeah, that's right. I, I love that you said you were a serious child. What does that look like for you? Like, what, what did that mean that you were a serious child? I, mean, I was just very concerned about survival. You know, where right. was I going to get my food? Right. How are we going to pay the rent? You know, and this was like very early yeah. age. Yeah, so. it's such a visceral experience. I mean, I can relate having very similar upbringing. My, my parents are Mexican immigrants. We, I grew up during the LA riots. Like, there was a lot of violence, gang violence. Uh, very similar. You know, we had a hard time making healthy choices because it's like what we got is what we got. That's right. Right? So it, it, it makes people like us grow up having that, you know, like that worry that actually can propel us to, to grow, right? Or it could paralyze us, right? And right. A lot of people that it, right. it paralyzes. And, and you're, you, you know, we're examples of, you know, like, hey, we're imperfectly perfect and we're going to meet our challenges and use those challenges to inform our work. Right. And then also I find, and I can obviously just see in your work and who you are, that you know, it drives a lot of your worldview and your sense of compassion and service and recognizing that yeah. you know, even as we've succeeded in kind of conventional ways of creating resources for ourselves, we recognize that our lives are part of something greater than just serving our own self-interest. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I mean, we can just talk about that for like the rest of the time. But I really want to talk to you about what inspired you to create Thrive Market, because that in itself is revolutionizing everything. I mean, and I'm sure it's been informed by the way that you grew up and your experiences and what you wanted to bring to the world and being of service. Um, so how, how did this come about? How did you start this? So, so again, very personal experience. When my mom remarried, my stepfather was running a little hippie commune out of a farm in Ojai, California. And so I got to see firsthand the power of group buying as a way to make food more affordable and build community. And it just always seemed crazy to me that food with lots of chemicals and processing costs less than food with no chemicals and processing. And so um, you know, that personal experience, and then transparently just being a hypochondriac my whole life, uh, I've had a lot of suffering my whole life thinking I'm dying of one illness or another, and that's naturally led me to uh, an insane supplement addiction and <laughs> whatever foods that right. I could find that I thought might, you know, 
cure me of my ailment. So I've naturally been very interested and obsessed about health and wellness. Uh, And um, I think those two forces, and then I think in combination with, I've been really interested in finding organizing principles that bring people together around the common good at scale. And uh, I really think that helping people access healthy food for less is one of those organizing principles. It doesn't matter who you are, where you live, what you believe, what the color of your skin is. People want to feel good in their bodies and they want the same thing for their children. Yeah. How have you seen it affect those families firsthand? I mean, it's been so exciting and inspiring. I mean, I, you know, we have a, we have a giving program mm-hmm. that for every paid membership, we give away a membership to a low-income family. And I remember the first testimonial that we got from you know a single mom who was dumpster diving for food out of the back of a Whole Foods for her son and like I, I wept I dumpster dived for food when I was in college as a full ride scholarship student and just to see the actual impact that we're having it made all of the stress and uncertainty of a startup because we've you know we've struggled like every startup does and I was like oh wow I, I really could connect with uh, understanding the real impact that we're having on people's lives. How did you choose Thrive as the name of your business? It was actually a process. We started out uh, with a different name. It was called Shop Tribe initially. Mm. And, uh, and then as we just kind of workshopped it amongst the co-founders, we realized that we wanted to have something more accessible, uh, more mainstream, and uh, something that spoke to the values and in a world that's obsessed with survival and just getting by and you know we're all afraid at very intrinsic levels you know the the meme of thriving and you know what does it mean to thrive uh, Mm -hmm. was a natural fit wow i love that and your love for creating something that is entrepreneurial especially not having the background in it like what aside your stepdad was obviously an influence in that and being in that type of environment um what else do you think informed that? Like, I mean, my mom has been an entrepreneur her whole life. So she like always she's a, an incredible jewelry designer, and so all over the world she's traveled as like this gypsy bohemian. And so we have a business called Love Heals Together, and and that's like, you know, her craft. And so I saw the tenaciousness and creativity of her as an entrepreneur, and I was like, oh, okay, I can. Yeah. If she can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And uh, she's always been very supportive of that. And so. Uh, you know, I, and I, I think I'm basically unemployable anyway. So uh, I, I, I think you probably could identify with I that. I think everybody in this room can identify yeah, with that. Yeah. So, uh, so it's you know, it's uh, you know, just been a, been a. I, I've always been inclined to, you know, how do we use our precious life energy that yeah. we have here to, um, you know, have this incredible impact, and we're. We're such an amazing species, you know, we're so capable and so powerful when, you know, our hearts and our minds are aligned towards, uh, towards a a purpose that really resonates. I'm I'm curious what your thoughts are on this because I have my own thoughts and I always love to ask uh, people that have created uh, success in their life from not having it, like not it not being passed down from family, like you've had to work for it. I'm always curious, um to know, uh, especially from successful entrepreneurs, how you think being in that environment impacted your drive, you know? I mean, it's, it's that back to that thing. It either paralyzes you or it gives you a lot of fuel. Um, I, I got a lot of fuel from it. 
I'm actually in the process of like trying to relax some of my ambition because it's so intense that it's not, you know, I'm in a place where my health is like, okay, I need to like make sure I'm getting enough sleep and I'm getting enough exercise, like basic stuff. You know, I just turned 40 and it's, you know, I can feel the difference. 10 years of like, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years, so I've been grinding nonstop for 20 years. And so, um, but you know, it's, it's fuel. And I think that uh, in the case of like, you know, growing up with a lot of uh, insecurity around basic survival issues, you know, and, and for me, I've internalized that as real, real drive, and uh, that's been useful, and I'm in a place where I need to, you know, really work to integrate mm -hmm. that more deeply. What has been the biggest lesson you've learned in your life so far? Uh, I mean, there's, I have so many, but I, you know, one of my teachers, Adi Ashanti is a meditation teacher mm -hmm. who I just love, speaks a lot about, uh, you know, courage is, you know, not the absence of fear, but the willingness to persist in the presence of fear. And, uh, you know, I, I, um, you know, I'm just very afraid and insecure all the time and, uh, and I do a good job faking it. Um, but basically I'm a pretty insecure and fearful person. And, uh, and, you know, just working through that and recognizing that uh, just because uh, I'm feeling afraid doesn't mean that I should stop doing what I'm doing or stop pursuing a dream that, yeah. I, that I dream. Wow. I love that, that there's that fire, that courage that's coming from somewhere. And, to, and the reason I bring it up is because I feel like sometimes when you do grow up in the tumultuousness of a life where you have to fear uh, survival, or that's your constant worry is survival, it gives you a little bit of an edge. You know, it, it, it creates some sort so it's of... definitely hunger. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I really, I'm always it's so intrigued and drawn to that mm -hmm. because I know, I know what yeah, it feels like, know, you know. know. We're, we're, we're on the same, we, yeah. we get each other Simpatico. on yeah. mm -hmm. uh, Have you, what have been the biggest hurdles you've had to overcome with Thrive Market, if there's been any? Yeah, so, so we were rejected by all the top venture capital firms in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when... The, you know, my, Nick, my co-founder and I were self-funding the business, New York, San Francisco, LA, all the top VC firms rejected us. Total pain in the neck. We spent months on the road kissing ass and we're being rejected over and over. And ultimately was like the best thing that ever happened to us because we ended up bringing in a community of influencers mm -hmm. that passionately care about the mission and heard from their audiences that we want to live the lifestyle, but we can't afford to do it. And they understood the problem. And so the first $10 million we raised came from over 150 influencers, often writing their first checks, never, have done, have, never having made an investment ever before. And uh, that was just an incredible uh, you know, illustration. In hindsight, I look back at that, and like, you know, it's amazing that we made it through that period. And it was such a great thing that we were rejected by all these people because it allowed us to strengthen our hand and really catapult the business. We wouldn't have been nearly as successful as we have had we not brought on all of these uh, stakeholders. And now we're very we're we're, we're a stakeholder-driven business. I mean, that's why we're you know in relationship with you is because we're oriented this way, and we're really we recognize the power that you have, which is in this you know really fragmented 21st century media economy where people don't trust the traditional media sources. You know, we look to our friends and influencers in a very authentic way to understand, you know, different opportunities. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it just creates more of a relationship with, you know, the people that you work with and, and the common goal, which is to make this accessible yeah. to everyone, Yeah, you know. And, and to be radically loved. Of course. And to, mean, be, that's, to, be that's the core. To, to change radical to yeah. make it feel more like a positive thing and yeah. to, to be radically loved, yeah. of course. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's actually the core, right? That's the core. That, that's it the is root. the core. You know, going to the root with love at the root. That's and right. And everything else that comes everything from that. Everything else that comes from that yeah. is it. So, you know, just going back to, you know, your current business model and how you guys, I'm so curious. I know that... Uh, there has been some work with trying to get uh, food stamps uh, into online. You, online. Yeah. Is, how is that? Is it? Yeah, it's, it's moving forward. So, yeah. you know, just super high level, you know, our model works. We're, you know, we're able to offer in these 25 to 50% off discounts off yeah. these premium brands because we buy directly from the brands. We cut out all the middlemen. And instead of making money on the product sales like a normal retail we actually make money on a membership. So $60 a year, you get access to all of these premium organic groceries at wholesale prices shipped to your home for free. And then for every paid membership, we give a membership away to a family in need. And what we found is that 50% of those families are on supplemental government assistance, uh, AKA food stamps. And so we, you know, in uh, our lobbying efforts with the USDA, we were like, this is crazy that you know, in the 21st century you can buy anything online, but you can't use your healthy food to get food stamps for less. And as we thought about how to architect a campaign to, to do that, you know, we really realized that we wanted to uh, communicate in a way that brought everybody in because it's a polarizing issue. Some yeah. people don't support food stamps. They don't, you know, and I understand that. And so basically where we landed on is how do we frame it in a way that's really bipartisan? And, mm -hmm. and where we came with that is, you know, if we're going to have a federal program that provides $85 billion of food to 45 million Americans, let's make sure they can get healthy food for less so it doesn't cost taxpayers more money when mm -hmm. they're sick. And that was a message that really resonated. So as a result of the campaign, we got you know, 300,000 petition signatures and a bunch of celebs recorded funny short PSAs of, you know, all the crazy things you can buy online, but what can't you buy online? And then we got the USDA to commit to get food stamps online. And it was just really, it was an amazing campaign. Oh, that's so, that's amazing. It was really exciting. So great. It was really, really fun. Um, I feel really grateful not only to be a part of this incredible Well, movement. the gratitude is mutual. Well. So... That's great. I'm just, I, it, it really like speaks to everything that I've done and why I've done it. And, and I know it goes the same for yeah, you. It really so. is totally neutral. Um, what is the big vision for Thrive Market? I mean, it's really what we've set out to do, which is democratize access to healthy living, that, you know, access to healthy food is a basic human right and not a privilege. And, you know, are the basic way that we measure our success is can we sell a healthy alternative at the same price as a conventional equivalent? And the answer is yes. We sell a kind bar with five grams of sugar for less than a candy bar. We sell 70 loads of non-toxic laundry detergent for less than a big box retailer selling 70 loads of laundry detergent that has hormone and endocrine disruptors in it. So for the first time in history, you're able to access premium, organic, non-GMO groceries at the same price as conventional equivalents shipped to your home for free. Um, but beyond that, you know, I see food as a vehicle for transforming supply chains mm -hmm. and being an advocate for public good. You know, conventional agriculture today is the second largest contributor of greenhouse gases. And we're in, we're in this incredible situation where, 
you know, every major ecosystem on the planet is on the verge of collapsing or collapsing. And that is largely driven by the way we produce our food. And so, you know, it's really incumbent upon us to change the way we produce, distribute, market, and consume food. And we need to shift from toxic conventional agricultural systems to organic and regenerative. And so our mission as a business is to be an advocate for that. Well, to continue to be a radical. That's right. Is what you're Going saying. to the root. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask a couple of personal questions. Yeah, I hope that's bring, okay. Bring it on. <laughs> I hope that's okay. Usually when I meet with CEOs of companies or you know, people that have created such uh, amassed so much success in their life, um, I'm always curious as far as their own self-care. Uh, like, how do you take care of yourself and how do you continue to nourish yourself, your soul, your body, your overall health so that you can continue to do what you do? I mean, it's really, like, not very sexy. It's like the, bas <laughs> the basics. Like, what am I putting in my mouth? You know, how am I doing when it goes out, the, my body? And how, how am I doing with my sleep? And am I getting enough exercise? It's, yeah. like, pretty, pretty. So, it's, you know, we're all so different in that regard. Yeah. And, um, and the other factor, obviously, is that, you know, it doesn't matter how much good stuff we put in if we're in a really high-stress st circumstance. It, it, the body just isn't going to be able to process yeah. it well. And so, you know, that's, that's, the, that's, you know, like basic stuff. Like I try to eat as little, little sugar as possible. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm managing my adrenals all the time. So, you know, I take a lot of caffeine, but then I like, I try to not drink caffeine on the weekends. And, the, you know, it's like that high-low crash process. Are you still on supplements, like a ton of supplements? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, they're pretty, pretty uh, reined in. But, yeah, I, of course, I have my... Accoutrements. Took my, you know, reishi and chaga this morning, and my, uh, my trifla and all. Oh, that. I did too this I, morning. I love trifla. Twinsies, me too. Yeah. It's the best. It's, it's like the best. The herb. best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get, get it on Thrive Market. Yeah. <laughs> get it on ThriveMarket.com. Yeah. Um, what do you have? Any, do you have rituals? Like you talked about having a meditation teacher. Is this something that you do normally? How yeah, I mean, I, I love to meditate. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think. And there's so many forms of meditation. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. It can be just lying in bed. It can be yeah. short moments. Like, it doesn't have to be a long thing. You know, yeah. just recognizing that, you know, there's a, a greater force of consciousness moving through us as us. And, uh, you know, we're part of that. Yes. And uh, you can call that creator, God, spirit, whatever the words are for that. Um, you know, I think it's... Uh, it's an amazing thing that we're alive and, you know, uh, it's going to be over quickly. And so we might as well make the most of it. It's true. It's true. It's interesting because I, I wrote an article uh, a couple years ago for a mantra magazine uh, called Meditation is for Rich People. Uh, because this, it was, you know, just obviously it was like a quote that my dad told me because he was having high blood pressure and, you know, he comes from this old school, like he's a Latin man. It's like, it's, you know, he's just stressed out and, like, he can't meditate. It's, like, that's something, like, that privileged people do. And I, it took me so long to try and change his mind. And I'm, like, that's not a privileged sport. You could do it anywhere. It's, like, prayer. You know, it's just it's you being able to listen to your body, to listen to your breath, and to just, you know, be where you are. And this is another one of those things that, for me, with what you're doing with making food accessible, like I want to make yoga and meditation and these like spiritual practices available for everyone. And know? bring them into communities that, you know, because they have been, in this culture, they're concentrated among white communities. That's and, right. And in communities of color really can 
get a lot of benefit. Yeah, from it. and it's I think it's just a, a matter of talking about it and addressing it yeah. and and making it so that people feel comfortable and they feel welcomed and they feel like it's something that they can do and they they do have access to. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of different meditations I have on the podcast that people could just listen to for That's free. Awesome. You know, and it's like. Um, I do nonprofit events with different organizations. We, we should be partnering on the nonprofit stuff. We, we, uh, there's a ton of stuff we could do there. So let's, after this, we'll, we'll have a yeah, chat Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to because it's like yeah. I'm so passionate about it. I mean, yeah. It's literally like my life's work. Yeah, no, it's, it's so, the same. So we, 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 we have some stuff to do together there. Great. I'm excited. Yeah, but, you know, the meditation and yoga piece, it is cool to see how mainstream it's going. Yeah. You know, it's you get everybody from like uh, a mom to, you know, uh, you know, high-powered business person, you know, and, and it, yeah. it can be very simple. Like, you know, I was walking to the bathroom today, and I was like, oh, I'm going to just stand, sit up straight, have a good breathe, and I'm like, okay, I'm walking through the hallway to go to the bathroom. Like, that's my moment of meditation right there. That's yeah. all it had to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that people also have this, you know, I, <clears throat> part of, of my purpose, too, is to kind of demystify that idea that people might think about yoga and meditation and think it's like a cult or religion and it's like no it's literally what you said it's it's about breathing and it's about just taking in those moments and it's like you can't experience you know my teacher yoga rupa rod striker always says you can't experience uh the divine in the past or in the future you experience in the present right so that's the moment that you can experience joy peace happiness love is right now you don't experience it in the future or in the past, it's, it's the moment now. And I think that by, by all of this, just this communal tribe, this, this effort that we're all doing together to create more awareness, more presence, more um, like-mindedness, more love, more support, um, is, is gonna be so powerful, I think, for this next generation that's growing up that, that has you know, people like us or, or, or people out in the world that they see that are doing things and that are really paying more attention to presence, to, yeah, having, to... Having a more thoughtful existence. Yeah, having a more mindful existence, yeah. you know, so I love that. Um, I want to respect your time. Uh, I mean, I'm... I'm so... What is time? I was just <laughs> going to say, I was just going to say, there's no escaping the moment. You know, even if we're thinking <laughs> right. about the past or the future, we're right. still in the, moment. in the moment. It's just a question of where our awareness is. So we're, we're totally we're, going to go out there We're right always now. in the moment. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's totally true. Yeah. What has been, uh, who's been the most influential person in your life? I mean, it's definitely my mom. I mean, she's a tenacious, uh, beautiful, crazy human being. And uh, I, I love her and I struggle with her. But, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, we, we, it's like those classic, you know, parent-child relationships, you know. It's, uh, you know what does uh, the struggle mean? I'm curious. You know, like we have we have a business together in our jewelry company, so you know it's all sorts of like enmeshed power dynamics, you know, like classic <laughs> stuff like that. Right, yeah. and it's your mom too, yeah, so it's like you gotta just pretty much. Yeah. So there's a lot of you like acquiescing to her, is what I'm seeing. Yeah, acquiescing and not acquiescing. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. <laughs> I'm like, you should acquiesce to her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's generally what one should do. The feminine in general is acquiesce. Do you hear that? Do you hear that, Tori? Just saying. Um, <laughs> Sorry to put you in a hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I'm going to ask you just a couple more personal questions because they're fun for me. Um, what advice would you give your 15-year-old self? That everything really is okay. And uh, that, 
you know, just really can trust yourself and follow your dreams. What advice would your 80-year-old self tell you now? Same. I mean, it's, you know, just really that it's, it's all okay and that uh, we're, we're, we're great people and that uh, we're doing the best that we can. What kind of legacy do you want to leave behind for your family or kids? I don't know if you're married or not, but... Uh, you know, I, I think that the meaning of life is to realize our full potential and help others do the same. And so I, I think it's like you look at all life on the planet. I mean, that's like the most basic thing. Like, you know, we want to, you know, get as strong and healthy as possible and spread that information along. And uh, it is so gratifying to me to uh, be part of organizational processes where I feel like I'm able to help empower people on their journey. And um, you know, part of that's just like my vain, vain insecure self wanting positive affirmation of like my, the validity of my purpose. Uh, and then the other part of it, which is the majority, is I, I just genuinely get off on seeing people have a great time and live a healthy life. So, God, I love that. I really love that. That's, that makes me happy. It just, to me, this is... It means so much to have people like you in the world. I, I would know. say the same thing. It's a community affair. We're all part of it. And yeah. it's, you know, this, as the dark is dark, the light is light. And you know, we see the intense dysfunction playing out at a macro scale. And, and we have a lot of power to affect it, you know, both in the way we make our purchasing decisions mm -hmm. as friends and communities and the way that we live our lives with our awareness, the way that we focus this amazing capability that we have as human beings and, yeah. and so it's a we're 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 in the business of uh being inspired and inspiring uh it's, inspiration is another one of those words that i just oh, love yeah. which is you know, breath of life yeah so yeah inspires to breathe is yeah. to yeah oh, i love that is there um i get a lot of feedback for people that listen to uh, my podcast um from all different walks of life, which is really wonderful to see yeah. and, and to hear uh, that people actually get something out of something that I'm putting out in the world. Isn't, that, isn't that such a beautiful it's, wall? It's so, I have no, I, I'm so humbled by it every single time, you know. Um, you've already given so much wisdom and insight and inspiration with just everything. Your life really stands for all of those things. And, and the things that we've talked about. For the young people that are listening right now or watching this video that are maybe in a position where they're struggling either uh, financially or with their personal health or they don't know what they want to do. And depression. Too. Yeah, or depression, or just, and, and particularly to the younger generation yeah. right now. What would you say to them? You know, I, I think that it's, you know, we're, we're all really doing the best that's possible. And, you know, we're all dealt a, a, a deck of cards. And there's trauma and challenges, like, you know, like uh, sexual abuse in my past and all sorts of things that we all come into these experiences with and we carry those things. And, um, you know, the opportunity for us is to really work with them as lessons and uh, to recognize that, you know, we really are here to uh, work with that material as a way of improving our 
circumstance and, and, and recognize that you know, there are a lot of opportunities for us to connect with others if we feel isolated and find those, uh, whether it's you know, service organizations or you know, whatever it is, there's so many different resources out there. And I think in this you know, world that's highly networked, you know, we have this superficial feeling of being connected, but we're not. And so it's really important for uh, us to have really tangible ways that we feel like we're actually really connected. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, that's, thank you. That's really great. Um, I'm going to ask you the final question. The final question. The final question. Drum roll. I can't even make the sound. I'm like just doing the motion. This is me playing the drums. Um, I created this, <clears throat> this forum. Uh, I created Radically Loved as a place for people to get inspired or to get some sort of information that will maybe help them make a decision or just to feel supported or learn more about the different modalities of yoga and meditation um, and to make it accessible for everyone. The idea is that we are all radically loved. Like there's some force, higher power, God, baby Krishna, baby Buddha, whatever it is, higher power of your understanding um, that's holding the force of this world together. And that force radically loves us. We're radically loved, right? That's the glue that's keeping everything together. So the question to you, there's two questions. The first one is, how do you feel that radical love? Or how do you feel radically loved? And the second is, what do you radically love? Beautiful. Love those. These are great. You've got some good questions. Uh, exactly. Um, I remember I was like 19, I was alone in the wilderness, and I was going through a really hard time in my life, and I had the most distinct experience in that day that I was out in these huge sand dunes of unconditional love for myself. And that was the first time that I ever actually really consciously, unconditionally loved myself. And that has been with me ever since. And so it's kind of an indirect way of answering um, the, the first part of the question, but you know, I think that the, in the midst of all of our flaws and our challenges and our fears and insecurities, which even the most successful people that we see out there that we put on a pedestal, they're all dealing with the basic stuff and it, there's no escaping that. And in fact, often that success will gloss over the need to actually do some really core fundamental work. Uh, and so I think that um, you know, really coming to that place of uh, unconditionally loving ourselves uh, and recognizing in that recognition that, as you say, there is a, a greater movement of love that is present at all times. And uh, even in the face of incredible adversity, we can tune into that. Mm. That's it. You've just, you've just you just said it all. Awesome. Thank you. I don't know if I said it all. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I think we said a little bit. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Gunnar. This it's has been really an honor to meet you oh, in person. So and, great. And, uh, um, where can people go to get more information about you if they're curious? You know, I mean, I'm on Facebook, so it's there. And thrivemarket.com. There's lots of propaganda that we put out there about you know the, the things that we do and. Uh, yeah. You know why it matters and 
Uh, I'm excited about doing some uh, some service work together. Yes, uh, I'm excited about that too, and I'm excited to announce it and blast it all over the world. It's going to be We're great. We're really, really grateful for your help. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate it. I really do. And um, for the people watching and the people listening, you can go to www.thrivemarket.com forward slash loved to get a very special gift. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thanks for Thanks, watching. Guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And um, all this information, all everything that we talked about today will be in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, you can just click on the podcast info and all the links are on there. You can just click and go to whatever link you want. Everything's there. Or if you're watching the video, it'll be on the YouTube link below. That's usually where it lives below. Awesome. That's where love, Thank you. That's where love lives. That's where love lives. It's in the root. That's right. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening. You know, I thought it'd be really cool to start asking all of you guys to send me screenshots of you listening to the podcast. A lot of you are already doing it on Insta stories or just sending me uh, a picture on Instagram or tagging me in it. And I love it. I It makes me so happy to be able to see that you're listening or that this podcast is somehow providing some sort of value into your life. It makes me so happy. One thing we are going to start to do is take listener questions. I know that a lot of you already send me questions through Instagram or Twitter or uh, via email, but we would love to hear from you and we would love to actually have you on the show and you can send us questions about anything, yoga, meditation, uh, coaching. If you have a question for me or one of our past guests, email us and let us know and maybe we can have you on the show. It'd be so much fun. You can email info at radicallyloved.com or you can send me a screenshot or a message at Rosie Acosta on Instagram uh, or Twitter, either or. But we would love to hear from you. And again, deepest gratitude. You are radically loved. And let's just love on each other all the time. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening.